When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Founding Fathers, American Revolution, Our Constitution, Our History, America. Thanks so much for tuning in as we discuss the people, places, events, and battles that turned 13 separate colonies into the greatest nation on earth, the United States. Welcome to our first ever bonus episode where we're going to take a detour from the American Revolution and speak on a person, place, or topic. That's what our bonus episodes are going to do. Like, for example, I might do a biography on a founding father or maybe somebody that you haven't even heard about who was impactful and very important for the American cause. Other uh, bonus episodes may be about a particular battle or even a location, or as in this episode, it's about a topic that I feel is important to discuss that relates to and it affects every single American. It actually affects people worldwide, but this country needs to know these things, and that's why I'm doing this bonus episode. We're going to be talking about the state of our country, and more importantly, what you can actually do about it. Perhaps conversations with family and friends or coworkers might revolve, or the topics such as COVID, vaccine, um, masks, or food shortages might come up. I'm not sure. For me, and most of my family and friends, we believe that our rights are being not only infringed upon, but they're being taken away one small bite at a time. And these small bites here and there aren't always noticeable, but over time, these bites will consume an entire meal, and unfortunately by then, it's too late. I'm going to presume that if you're listening to this, you are a patriot, a flag-waving and proud American who believes strongly in our Constitution. Now, if you feel what's going on in the country today is normal and you believe with the powers to be in our government, then this show is probably not for you. But I do recommend that you listen as you might learn something or you might even get a different perspective. The topics that we're going to talk about today, they do offer several rabbit holes that we could go down. But I'm going to be very succinct and stay on topic. Uh, my position on these topics are going to be clearly obvious. But the goal today is not to educate you on my position, but it's rather to bring awareness of what I believe is really going on and provide you with a strategy to combat them and also educate yourself even further. So let's go ahead and dive in with these controversial topics, masks, COVID, and the vaccine. Now, some of this I did um, research on my own, and no, I didn't search Google. Uh, because those search results are completely skewed. But rather, I got this information from people that are experts and have a far greater understanding and knowledge of them than I do. Uh, some are just facts, and some are just questions for you to ponder. So let's just jump right into masks. Do masks actually work? 
The WHO and the CDC states that regular masks, you know, the, the, gen, the generic blue ones that stores hand out, um, they will stop large droplets that might contain the COVID strain. This is true. But then again, so would a plastic bag over your head. I personally don't believe anything out of uh, the mouths uh, of the WHO and the CDC. Um, I think they are right in the thick of the, the issue. Now, if they have identified the coronavirus, they do say it's about 0.12 microns in diameter and that the regular disposable masks won't stop the virus. Yet, many people and companies are forcing their employees and patrons to wear them. In some whacked out states, they not only require you to wear a mask, but they require you to wear two, three, or even four masks. I mean, this is absurd. I mean, think about it. A business in New York is requiring th three or four masks. One, it's insanity, but two, if you actually put on four masks, you've got to be out of your mind. It's not going to stop the virus. The N95 masks protect down to 0.1 microns with 95% efficiency, which is how and why the mask is called an N95. But even then, most doctors and organizations, including the WHO and CDC, seem to use the word about or approximately when relaying the actual size of the coronavirus. So if they're off a little bit in their guessing or if a particular virus is smaller, N95 masks aren't going to work either. I believe that masks remove the identity of someone as you can only see half of their face. It also resembles a muzzle, which I feel the powers to be want. They want us to do what we're told and don't talk about it, don't reject it, don't question it, and absolutely don't challenge it because if they say it, it must be true. The fact that the government is trying to require people to wear something that doesn't work is one of those little bites that I spoke about earlier. Masks have become a sort of a linus, a security blanket that makes you feel warm, cozy, and safe. But in reality, they don't work. So maybe it's just a way to see how many people in this country will comply versus those who won't. I don't wear a mask anywhere regardless period. They don't work. It's stupid and nobody's going to force me to do anything. I hope you are doing the same thing. I'll spend my money at places that do stand up to tyranny, which this is, uh, and they disguise it as mandates, ordinances, or recommendations. These are not law. It's not an executive order and you don't have to comply, period. For the record, I have had COVID early on and it kicked my butt for many days, like five or six. I was super tired and spent much of it on the couch. I've had the flu before and it was about the same. It kicked my butt for several days and I spent the main portion of those on the couch or, or in bed. The only difference I saw was that I did lose taste and smell for a couple of days. My dad, who is 82 and not in good health, had COVID and it kicked his butt up and down and even sideways, but he thankfully was smart enough to refuse the vaccine and the normal protocol of drugs for COVID, which actually kill people, uh, and he recovered. So let's move on to this beautiful cure-all, the vaccine, known as the jab or the poisonous dart. Why, if you're vaccinated, are you still required to wear a mask? 
Why, if you're vaccinated, are you concerned or even worried about getting the vaccine? Oh, that means that maybe the vaccine doesn't protect you. And clearly it doesn't, as you still have to wear a mask. A mask that doesn't work, by the way. And if you're vaccinated and you're wearing a mask, you should still follow social distancing. What good is this? The only thing I've heard that's somewhat reasonable is that it may reduce the symptoms of COVID. Seriously, I'm going to take my chances with more severe symptoms over death. The jab does not stop you from getting COVID, nor does it stop you from spreading COVID. So why in the hell would anybody put these poisons into your body? Common sense, and even if you want to follow the science, would tell you that the vaccine is not some magical potion to keep you safe, but like the mask, some people really feel it will save their life and protect them. It too gives them that warm and fuzzy feeling of security. But the problem is, is that is a blatant false sense of security. I firmly believe that the American people are being lied to, deceived, and duped. And the vaccine is a way to kill people. It is absolutely not helping. It is causing more harm than help. In fact, more people are dying from the treatments for COVID than the actual virus. The drugs that they give people going into the ER with COVID, they shut down your organs and then all of a sudden you have to be on dialysis. You can dig deeper and uh, do some research on this, but... If I had COVID again, or the flu again, uh, I, I would do everything within my power to never go into the hospital because I know it's a death, it's a death trap. It's a, I mean, those medicines will shut your kidneys down. 54% of people that take this, they die. Two friends of mine that I went to high school with died at the age of 52 from COVID. At least that's what everybody was told and what the scuttlebutt was. However, it wasn't COVID. It was the vaccine that killed them, in my opinion. Both of them were amazing men. They were outstanding fathers, and their lives were cut short. There's hundreds of thousands of these type stories, so why don't people wake the hell up? Wake up. It's so perplexing to me. I believe it is true that most people who die from this have not just one, but several underlying medical conditions such as diabetes, being overweight, or previous or current lung issues. The flu would act the same as COVID for those who have, comp- who have a compromised immune system and who have poor health. Um, do, you, do you even know what's in the vaccine? I bet you don't because the damn label on it is blank. It doesn't even list any ingredients. How people are so eager and willing to put something in their body that is unproven, ineffective, and aren't even aware of what's in it amazes me. It's just a testimony of people believing that our government is truly out to help us. And not only are they willing to do it once, but they do it twice. And then, of course, the booster. So let me tell you what happens with the first dose of the vaccine. It handcuffs, reduces, or kills the effectiveness of 80% of your white blood cells. So white blood cells, right, they, they keep you healthy and they fight off infection and do all they can to keep your cells healthy and strong. So imagine... 80% of them wiped out. The second dose, 
kills the remaining 20% of your white blood cells. This is why people are dying. Of course, they label it as COVID or COVID-related, but in reality, their cancer came back and other diseases ravaged their body with a vengeance once the white blood cells couldn't fight anymore because they were gone. In almost every single case, deaths occur after being vaccinated. Coincidence? I think not. Colin Powell died recently from complications of COVID and the mainstream media, of course, listed the cause as COVID-related complications. COVID must continue to be listed in the headlines and listed as the cause in order to have the fear factor remain or increase, which is what they're trying to do. Colin Powell's family said that he was fully vaccinated. So if he was fully vaccinated, why did it kill him? Well, if you are fully vaccinated, your body has no way of fighting off anything. So his previous cancer and other ailments went into action. Oh, and let's not forget that he was 84 years old. But again, let's list it as a COVID death because that fits the narrative and it sounds scarier. The third dose, often called the booster shot, has over 10 strains of HIV. What? You couldn't get me to take this death shot for any amount of money or any reason ever, ever. How people are doing this, why they're doing it is so perplexing. And sadly, uh, it's not going to end up good for them. In my personal opinion, the vaccine is, in fact, mass genocide. There's no other way to label that. It's one of the worst things that humanity has ever seen or had thrust upon them. Now, you know, there's only two ways to control the masses. One is fear and the other is force. They've utilized fear primarily, but now force is coming at us with mandates, do this or else, and anything else that they can dream up. It's appalling, disgusting, and it needs to be eradicated, period. Canada recently, now everybody has to be uh, vaccinated, else you won't be allowed to travel. This is a horrible situation that Canada is being put in and the citizens are being forced to, right? But if everybody stood up, they wouldn't be able to do this. If everybody in this country stood up, this would not continue. Now, Dr. Artis attended a COVID summit and he asked this whole panel common sense questions to the group. Now, this is from Crow 777 radio podcast, and I will be providing a link to it as the entire show is really incredibly detailed, educational, and insightful. There are many things in it that I had never even heard. So with that, I highly recommend that you listen to the entire show. It's a treasure trove of information. So take a listen to a few minutes of this. Always ready for common sense. All right, so common sense speaking to an entire audience. I did this even yesterday at a medical symposium for COVID. It was called the COVID Summit. And it was Dr. McCullough, Dr. Richard Bartlett, me, and Dr. Fleming. And I just kept breaking out these common sense things so that people could start to relate. Uh, And yesterday I'm sitting with Dr. Richard Bartlett. This is the common sense part for everybody listening. You're being told that there is a, a coronavirus going around the planet that is super deadly, 
but that the American medical complex and the American pharmaceutical complex has an answer for it. Now, I sat with a panel in front of a live audience and streamed live yesterday to hundreds of thousands of people. And I looked at Dr. Richard Bartlett, who is a current licensed ER doc. And he's he actually has opened up a monoclonal antibody treatment facility in Lubbock, Texas, and has treated 1,200 people successfully in the last four weeks alone. But he's been treating COVID-19 patients for the last two years. And I looked at him and I said, Dr. Richard Bartlett, I want to know, as the American medical complex and the American pharmaceutical complex in the last 100 plus years, have they found a cure for the common cold? And he looked at me and he goes, no, they have not. And I said, has the American medical complex and the American pharmaceutical complex, have they found a way to eradicate the common cold virus from the planet so that no one else is harmed by the common cold virus? Have they done that and accomplished that in over 100 years? And he goes, no, they haven't. And then I looked at him and I went, Dr. Richard Bartlett, what type of virus is the common cold virus? And he goes, it's a coronavirus. And the whole audience erupted with this, <gasps> like they didn't know. Now, we've been educating people on this, obviously, as much as possible. But there's still people who have logic, reasoning, not cognitive dissonance yet they have the ability to reason listen and hear who were shocked to find out that the common cold virus that has never been cured from the planet as they've never even come up with a cure for the common cold they just sit you at home and let you deal with it that this is what the pharmaceutical industries in america for and then i looked at richard bartlett said if they've never done it in 100 years they haven't eradicated this virus from the planet dr richard bartlett what do you think is the likelihood that four independent drug pharmacy makers like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca. What's the likelihood you think that when this brand new novel, brand new, never been seen before Corona cold virus shows up all of a sudden in 2019, what's the likelihood you think that in seven months, all four of them found a cure to eradicate this virus from the entire planet. And he goes, there is absolutely zero likelihood that ever would have happened and i said so why are we mandating everybody get these shots for something they've never figured out how to cure before and it doesn't even make common sense that they would have done it and then i said the actual makers of the the actual covid19 vaccines for the coronavirus cold virus that they're trying to treat on the fact sheets that accompanying those shots that go out to the world they actually stayed on them the FDA makes these, by the way, and publishes these for each of the drug makers. So with the Pfizer shot, the Moderna shot, the Johnson & Johnson shot, there's an actual fact sheet that accompanies them. You can look them up online. Look them up at FDA.gov. And they actually state, our COVID-19 vaccine does not stop you from getting COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2. Our vaccine doesn't stop you from transmitting to someone else SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19. It just helps to reduce your likelihood of having to go to a hospital. Now, those definitions are actually not the definition of a vaccine. Those definitions are actually the definition of a treatment for an infectious disease process. So, for example, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, those are proven to reduce your likelihood of actually being hospitalized from having SARS-CoV-2 infection or disease processes called COVID-19. Those actually are proven to do that. 
they're selling you the idea that the vaccine is going to now eradicate this pandemic from the planet and the only way to stop the spreading of this virus is to vaccinate everybody when their own documents from our federal health agency called the FDA that goes out with each of these, they absolutely admit these don't stop you from getting the infection. They don't stop you from spreading the infection. And it's been absolutely proven beyond any doubt through research studies that the viral load inside of people getting the shots for COVID-19 is either identically the same in their nasal septum and in their throat as it is in all people unvaccinated or more so. There's been tons of studies. I'm not the one producing these studies. There's tons of studies proving that the viral load inside of people vaccinated, inside their nasal septum, this is a respiratory virus, inside their respiratory pathways, there's as much or more virus in those nasal pathways and respiratory pathways and those vaccinated than those unvaccinated. So the likelihood that they're spreading and continuing to contaminate people is way more likely in the vaccinated than the unvaccinated. And that's pretty proven. So I have to ask a question here because the audience that we're speaking to currently has seen, I don't even know how many doctors now come on and state outright uh, that a virus has never been isolated and that the word virus, what, what, what is meant when someone says virus is actually a misdescription. What do you think about that? Yeah, so there are lots of people I've heard. What's interesting is the medical doctors I'm with on these circuits to actually educate people who are treating COVID-19 patients, none of them have ever said that they've never isolated a virus or can't see it. What they see is, as they're treating them, all the symptoms identical to every respiratory virus they've ever treated before, just on a heightened reaction. So they're all convinced that there really is a virus, but they believe it's been a bioweapon created. It's not a natural virus. They know it has been enhanced. And there's been an additional spike protein called the S2 spike protein uh, that has been added to this coronavirus, which makes it more infectious. It doesn't really make it more deadly. It just makes it more infectious. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And if this clip doesn't wake you up, then probably nothing will. And after listening to it, you are still willing to take the vaccine. Nothing else or nobody is going to change your mind. Um, and you're going to have to suffer the consequences of it. It's an absolute disgusting position that companies and our government are putting people in. Get the vaccine or be fired. Take this poison and be a good little boy or girl and do as you're told, or you won't have any way to put food on your table for you or your family because you won't have an income. Now, recently, Southwest Airlines required all employees to get the vaccine or else suffer the consequences, which would be termination. Well, guess what? Any company even super large ones, cannot remain in business without employees. So the highly intelligent employees of Southwest said, you know what, fine, you're going to force that, you're going to require it. They started to quit in droves. And then Southwest had to cancel thousands of flights, claiming, of course, it was weather-related. Funny thing, though, the weather only affected Southwest flights as all the other planes went off without a hitch. That's kind of funny, isn't it? See, Southwest didn't even have the balls to admit when they were wrong. The employees stood together as one, and collectively they made change. That is what we all must do. All of us must do this, if you wish to keep your freedoms that have been designed and fought over for many years to keep. Our freedoms are being taken away, folks. 
You may not see it, you may not think it could happen, but it's happening right before your eyes and people are wearing masks. Not the masks over your mouth, over your eyes. Take the mask off your eyes, do your own research, be diligent, consider the source. Your freedoms are being taken away. You don't think they are? Post something about the vaccine on on Facebook. Try to do a YouTube video and see how long it lasts. They are censoring it. They are shutting it down. If it doesn't fit their narrative, you better wake up. Now with Southwest, four days later, Southwest reversed their requirement to get the vaccine. Why was that? Bottom line is that they were losing gobs of money and realized that their staff wasn't going to put up with this crap and they aren't going to put up with being forced to put poison in their body. Even if you replace the vaccine with a healthy shot of vitamins and minerals, nobody should ever feel that they can force anyone to put anything in their body. It's called free choice and it's called freedom. I wonder where the My Body, My Choice campaign is on this topic. I haven't seen them talking about it. It's kind of weird, don't you think? I do tell people that if you've taken the vaccine or plan on taking it, to ensure that they have all of their affairs in order. It's my belief that the world population will actually decrease and more as more and more people take the vaccine. As Dr. Artis relayed in the clip that I played for you, it's not even a vaccine. And these vaccine deaths, of course, will not be listed as such, but rather COVID or COVID complications or COVID related and the like. Did you know that if you get the vaccine and die within 14 days, it's not listed as a vaccine death? Why is that? The last thing I'll say about the vaccine is if it's so good and it helps people, why are those in power who are enforcing it and making it, actually making the vaccine, why are they exempt from taking it? This sounds a lot like do as I say, not as I do. I mean, seriously, employees, employers, healthcare workers, and, and people are being forced to get this poisonous injection, but the powers to be are exempt? If you can't see this contradiction and the agenda and the blatant disregard for basic common sense, that's just sad. Listen to this short clip from the SGT report. A link to the full podcast will be listed in the show notes, and I do encourage you to subscribe to it. He's one of the few that speak the truth, and uh, and he's very fair and balanced. He's he's a, It's a great podcast. So... Take a listen to this, and if it doesn't make you upset, then you are asleep right now. The vaccine exemptions in the United States will astound you. Listen to who won't have to take the experimental jab. The groups that have been exempted from getting the vaccines, all of Congress, plus all the congressional staff, House and the Senate, that's a lot of people. 6,000 White House employees, all exempted. 2,500 Pfizer employees, exempted. 1,500 Moderna employees and 120,000 Johnson & Johnson employees, all exempted. 15,000 CDC, 14,000 FDA employees, exempted. 8 million Chinese students in this country. 8 million. How many of them are PLA, CCP? 85, 90%. That's how many. I can tell you that. Exempted. Here's another one. 2 million illegal invaders, exempted. They don't have to get the shot. Now, what what is going on here? 
year. Now let me throw another one in. This is going to be the cherry on top. At least 500,000 homeless tent and street people are exempted. It just, it's mind-boggling to me. I mean, if anybody listens to this and doesn't have a big question mark or what in the world or why is this fair or why is this not fair, how come they're exempt but I have to? If you don't see what's going on, I, I, I can't help you. A lot of people on social media, they talk about this, well, as long as it's not censored, which most of it is. And if they aren't censored, it doesn't really do anything to facilitate change. So what can people do to collectively come together and actually make a difference and help one another? I looked around for a website or any type of different forum that isn't as huge and popular as Facebook or uh, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, And I could not really find a place where like-minded patriots could discuss things that they wanted to talk about without feeling like they're going to get suspended or banned or kicked off. I wanted to find a place that other like-minded folks could help each other and talk freely about the COVID or vaccines or how to get involved with their local communities and educate each other. I could not find anything of value, so I created one. It's called the Patriot Power Community, and it's a safe place to share your ideas, concerns, insight, or get educated or help others with your expertise and educate somebody else. Many things are discussed on uh, this community, in this community, including how to grow your own food, being prepared, and other topics that are deleted and censored on most, if not all, major social media platforms. You can join the community from our website by clicking Join the Patriot Power Community. And I hope that you do because, folks, we need to stand together. We need to stop this madness. We need to know and understand and realize that our freedoms are being infringed upon. They are being whittled away. They are, in fact, disappearing, and it's happening right now. It's happening right before our eyes. There's so much more that we could talk about, but I hope that this has provided you with at least a little insight. I hope that this bonus episode has been beneficial to you. Uh, Please share it. Please uh, write in, talk about it, send me a message. Uh, And if you know of another community that um, is similar or like what I just created, let me know. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to join and participate. But until then, I hope that you uh, join the Patriot Power community, get involved, stand up, because together we stand, but divided we will fall. Thanks for listening and hope that you tune in next time with us here at the Patriot Power Podcast. Make sure that you hit subscribe so you'll get notified when our new episodes are available for you. And we hope that you check out our websites, which include our show notes, links, documents, and more at PatriotPowerPodcast.com or ILoveGeorgeWashington.com. Until next time, hope that you and your family have a blessed week. And remember, be safe and tell a veteran thanks for their service.